Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. After the huge news yesterday surrounding international golf, I find myself questioning some fundamental values. Where does our level of comfort sit with morality and money in sport? Most of us have a lot of empathy and support for all blacks who want to play for wealthy overseas clubs later in their careers. It's seen as a well-deserved way to grow a legacy and support their family. Most people think that's fair. Would you agree? But what happens when a country that is so rich decides to disrupt an institution that previously was unmovable by simply having a bigger wad of cash? How does this sit with people's well-documented concerns for human rights in that country? And the question has to be asked, how do you feel about this? How would you feel if an All Black could earn twice as much money in France but now can earn 10 times more in a Saudi rebel competition? What if Richie McCaw came out like the shark Greg Norman and led a rebellion against the NZR? Now how do you feel? At which point do we say the compromises to be made, whether human or legacy, are not worth the money? It feels like a spectrum. At what point is something simply not worth the price to be paid? And who can judge this? Money seems to change morality and standards. What are you worth? Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Well, it's interesting you say that, Kempi. Um, news just come through that Leicester Flying Anuku is off to France next year to chase the big dollars, the big bucks that is on offer over there. Do I question him leaving at a young age? I'm thinking from a selfish point of view, yeah, I'd love to see him in the All Blacks, but then from a personal point of view, his opportunity to go and earn big bucks for a very long time so I can handle that and well done and good on him. Obviously going to miss what he's been able to offer. Um, but your point, talking about what's going on and, and what's happening in the world of sport, I'd like to throw this question to you, Kempi. If if an opportunity arose for you back in, in the day for a team, say Saudi Arabia had an awesome rugby league competition and they threw a ton of money at you, what would, what would you do? As a as a young as a young bloke, I would probably I would have probably taken the money, you know you know because I wouldn't have had the knowledge or the support around to educate my decision. Um, as a not see, and this is the this is the the morality issue that I'm even sh- struggling to to contend with myself. 
Um, if it was, you know, I'm a coach and I'm being asked now to go and um, play a uh, coach in a rebel competition in Saudi Arabia, you know, because Saudi Arabia's come out and like this isn't this isn't this that's what I mean because it starts to become a spectrum. What if Saudi Arabia decides to take on the NRL? Yeah, mm. and they and, and and it's happened before. Super League came in and took on the NRL. You know what I mean? They took on the ARL, and they had a Super League. They you had this Packer. Um, Murdoch fight to, to try and get these two competitions going. Let's, let's just say the $600 billion um, pool, they've gone, well, actually, we want to own the NRL now, and we want to create an, an eight-team competition, and, and we're going to go and buy everyone up. Now, as a as a 50-plus um, old male that that has some, um, some values around what's actually happened in that country... I'd have to say the money wouldn't really mean a hell of a lot to me, mm. you know. But as a player, the question you asked me if that was me as a player back then, mate, I didn't have the, I didn't have the knowledge that I have today, and that's that's where I think this is this is you know, where where do people sit? And and I, I hear the purest stuff, I hear the purest stuff, but I, how often, how how many times are we just going to let cronyism take over and um, sweep stuff under the carpet because that that history still doesn't go away. Here's a question for you. Brad sent this text through. Leicester's no longer in my AB squad. Uh, how much impact are these are these decisions having now? I mean, Sam Whitelock, Aaron Smith, uh, Richie Mwanga, these guys probably slightly different <laughs> towards the end of their All Black careers, but guys like Leicester, when we saw it, I, I, I always harp back to the Charles Piertow situation. You know, that was one that New Zealand Rugby thought they could hang their hat on as a future All Black for the next five to six years. He went and they dropped him immediately. Is Fyangnuku now out of All Black contention? Well, Artie's out of contention too. He's off. Mm. Is, See you but, later. Is that, but is that like in your in your all seriousness? Because that's a great yeah. question. Yeah. You know, Lester Fyanuku comes out and says, "I'm gone." Does that mean Artie's gone? Look, I I know what they're saying, but um, like, do do we want to win this? And Lester, with the way he's playing, is potentially going to help us win it. And I know we want to plan for the future, but. You know, like we we have to take the sh- the best team over there. If Caleb Clark was playing better than Leicester, I'd take Caleb Clark over Leicester one hundred percent because he's staying here. He's submitted his opportunity to play on New Zealand, but he's not playing better than Leicester. So that for me just can't warrant. That's that's ele- I, I want the best team that's going to win us this tournament. I think that's that's my thought. Process. Not because he's a crusader, not because I know Leicester. This is about winning, and I, I, I need. I think Leicester's. Going to win it for or help us go along that. If Caleb Clark could find some form in short time, he's injured at the moment, then I'd happily take him. Or if there's someone else better, is there someone else better? You know, Nanai Satoru, could he go on and, and be better than Leicester? Yeah, those are the questions we want answered. Uh, great off the back fence from Kempe. Stir all sorts Love of it, debate. Double eight, double three, the Temper Bedpost text machine. Send us through your thoughts on that one. We're going to uh, come back shortly with some headlines. Right now, though, here is Araha with news for Kubota. Together, we're building and shaping New Zealand.